Welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. On today's broadcast, we're continuing with the message we began at the beginning of the week where Bishop Clark used 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 1 through 7 as the foundation scripture for part 2 of the message, Spiritual Gifts. Have you ever had a dream that you were speaking in another language? Fluently? Anybody ever had a dream maybe when you were a kid that you were flying? <laughs> Nobody? <laughs> I almost said R. Kelly song, but I don't say that no more. Uh, I believe I don't say that no more. Get lost. Um, you never had those kind of dreams? Like your, a dream can take you to places that you've never been, right? Like you just flying over stuff, you know? <laughs> or you're in water and you can breathe underneath it. Okay? Dreams are unique like that. It takes you in the zones that you've never been in before. Or being in a different place, a whole different country, and certain things happen for you. Well, the Spirit of God can transport you into places. Philip is here, and all of a sudden, the Bible says he's transported into another zone. It's a prophecy that I gave my wife, that I believe God wants to do that with her. Like, in other words, she's preaching here, but people see her in Amsterdam. Or you're praying and someone can hear you're praying in China. Your prayers in China. Even see the bodily form. You see, God is able to do that. I can show you in the Bible where he did miraculous things. But devil don't want you to function like that. He wants you still tied to past or present pain. Because if you work in present pain, you'll never step into miraculous faculties. Present disappointments will keep you hindered from stepping into the miraculous faculty. Thank you, God. Some people think that just because they have the liberty to do something that it's okay. But you got to look beyond liberty. Beyond liberty to what's right. You may be free to do everything but what's right. It is really to bring meaning to your life, you need more than liberty. You need responsibilities. It is through responsibility that you gain meaning for the work. What are you responsible for? If you have no responsibility, you will, you, it's easy for you to detach from any church or ministry with no responsibilities. Any relationship, no, you don't want responsibility, you, you have no meaning. It's take it or leave it. But when you have meaning in the work, you have resp responsibility helps to enrich your meaning in life. If God gives you a gift, take responsibility over it. Make sure no devil is going to stop it from functioning. Polish that thing off. It's got way too much dust on it. 
Oh, help me. And we will stir up the gift by the laying on of hands. That means it's dormant right now. God wants it to be aroused. When he arouses it, it's your responsibility to keep it aroused. And the things I've been preaching about reset and making sure depression is not there. These things will slow down and warp your ability to hear from God and function in miraculous faculty. Glory to God. We're picking up the pace and we're not going to go so fast that we lose you. But I need to teach on it. Not enough people are teaching on the gifts now. We're teaching on problems and getting over your issues. But listen, for what purpose? Why does God want you to get through your issues? He wants, he wants to use you. He wants to bring meaning to your life. Glory to God. When I can't look at my pedigree, I can look at my heavenly pedigree. Man, God put something in me? Whoa, that's miraculous? Yes, it's beyond you. Glory to God. Years ago, I had a dream that I was in water. And I was in the mud in the water. But I can see through the water on land. Like I'm in the water, but I can see through the water back on land clearly. I'm like, what does that mean, right? And I saw these girls come to the edge of this, this bank of water. And from where I was, I saw these creatures rise from the depths of this muddy put, uh, uh, pond. And they began to speak to the girls that were on land. They were talking to them. But when their words came out, it came out like a bubble. And then it would burst and you can hear the language. Is everybody with me? Okay. Again, I'm in the water. Ten girls, they were virgins, I just believe they were, by the way they were dressed. And they came to the edge of the water, looking down in the water. And these creatures, when they saw the girls come to the edge, came out of the mud and began to speak to them. But words came out like a bubble, then it would burst and you would hear a voice. Okay? Now, I'm looking at the creatures speaking to them because they were the most grotesque looking things I've ever seen in my life. Some like these emoji things that looks like little walking turds. I don't know. I don't know why people send that kind of stuff to you on your phone. I don't like that kind of stuff. Don't send me that. But their voice sounded like grown, strong men. Like, hi, how are you? You are beautiful. Bloop, bloop, bloop. You are beautiful. Bloop, 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 bloop. Jump in. Bloop, bloop. Why don't you try it? Bloop, 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 bloop. That's what was happening. And I was shouting, no! But because I was in the water, my, my words didn't come out like that. It sounded like gibberish. And one of them jumped in. And when she did, those creatures with their slimy hands covered her whole body. When she came out the water, they were touching her, the bottom of her foot. She was kicking, ooh, woo, like that. But I was like, if you saw, if you saw what was touching you, if you saw it, there's no way you would jump into that. But again, I'm in the water myself. I wasn't on the shore. 
If you saw what was massaging your soul, what was touching your body, there's no way you would jump in. As soon as that girl came out of the water, they start talking to her again. Jump in, try it again. The other girls are now looking at her like, wow, you're a woman now. You're a woman. You've experienced life. They were admiring her. And I was, I was shouting at the top of my lungs, don't know. Well, she jumped in the second time. This time, these things had, so, had sharp teeth. They devoured her like piranhas right in front of me. Nothing left, not even bones. The girls saw the disruption in the water and they took off. And I was so sad. When I woke up, I just started my ministry and God spoke to me and said, you cannot be in it and speak against it. You have to be separate from it to speak to it. I want you to think about what I'm saying. If you depress, you can't preach deliverance from depression nor counsel people because your words won't have power. If you're despondent, you can't help nobody that's despondent. You can see them being devoured right before you. You can't even help your children. You must be freed from it, separated from it, to have power to speak to it. Amen. This is how the miraculous faculties work. God wants you to be over and against it so you can speak it. You don't have to be perfect now, but you can't be in the muddy water telling people that they need to be clean. <laughs> I'm preaching better than you're saying. You can't be talking about y'all can't do this. You shouldn't be doing it. And you got stuff, vices like that eating you up. That's what's wrong right now. We want the miraculous faculty, but we don't want to clean up. Get out of the stuff ourselves. Get out of the mud yourself. There's oil on you. There's oil on you. If there's oil on you, get in the place where the oily people live. Thank you, God. I'll say this in close for this morning. In the ministry of the apostles, the prophets, all of them did that, but they couldn't do it apart from the Holy Spirit. And you shouldn't be able to do anything apart from the Holy Ghost in the local church. Write it down. Spiritual gifts are empowerments. Empowerments. It's, the, it's for the building up of the church and extension of the kingdom, as I said before. If you look at 1 Corinthians, and I want you to take a look at 1 Corinthians 14, because he talks about the gifts there, about how they should function in the local church. Paul instructs this congregation on the function of the spiritual gifts. He repeats it several times in chapter 14, like in verse 3. 1 Corinthians 14 and 3. Can you look at it? It's on the screen. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, read. Okay, when you prophesy, you're prophesying for what purpose? To strengthen, for the strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. Not just houses and land. 
It's not for raising money. But what is it used for in America today? He's letting you know what the purpose of prophecies are about. But when people get this gift, they, oh, they, 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 God blesses them with it. They got to go for it. They got to speak about money and wealth all the time, but never for the strengthening, encouragement, and the comfort. It's for building the body up and sometimes give people false hope. Telling folk they're going to be rich and they don't know how to handle money is a death sentence. Okay, you want to hear it. You want to hear it. But can you really handle it? Any business owner would tell you it's much responsibility. And if you want meaning in the work, you got to go to work. You got to yourself. If you want any employee to work, you can't come late yourself. You have to be the first one there a lot of times and the last one to leave. And sometimes you don't see a prophet like that. Okay, how are you going to prophesy riches to someone? They have no acumen. They are not even faithful to their own house. I see you running a company. I see you doing a... Oh, oh that's confirmation. Confirmation about what? Anybody speaking to your dreams, if they can pull you out of the way because they speak to what you dreamed about, all dreams are not godly. The Bible talks about Satan. He's an angel of what? The scripture says he's not the red devil that you see on the devil food cans walking around with a, a long tail with a, a sharp end on the end with horns, walking around with a pitchfork. That's not the devil. He's an angel that can transform into light. Listen to what I'm saying. He can come in and out of your dreams. That's why you need to shut the TV off and you need to pray before you go to sleep. Because he can function in that realm of subconsciousness. <laughs> and a lot of times he will magnify himself as an angel of light. And even quote scriptures. He said it to Jesus. Cast yourself down for it is written. <laughs> he said it to Jesus. He will quote scripture. Did what you know. Uh, they don't want you to do that because they know if you really function here, you will be as gods. <laughs> Electricity. <laughs> Computer. Y'all follow what I'm saying? I'm almost done here, but you need to get it. Gifts and talents are different. Satan can transform himself. Oh, God, the God, God, God told you what? God is consistent with his word. If it's not consistent with the word, it may not, I don't care how true it is to you. Because Satan knows things about us. He does. He knows your house number. He knows where you went last night. He was watching you. Satan, where are you from? To and fro. Where have you been? To and fro. Walking. To and fro. In the land. But not slow like me. He's a spirit. <laughs> to and fro. Like flash. <laughs> to and fro in the earth. Seeking whom I may what? 
not play with. I'm looking to eat you up. That's what he's, that's his aim. Well, he's not going to show you his teeth first. He shows you lotion first. Get your defenses down. To get you out of the way. To get you out of the way. Tell you to be real spiritual. You got a problem. Instead of just dealing with the problem. Well you got to do something dramatic. While you're doing it dramatic. While you're, while you're fasting long fast. Here comes the enemy showing up. And getting you away from your purpose. Forget all of your friends. And stand alone. Is that godly? Draw away from everybody. And stand by yourself. This is the safe place. No. Isolation is next to assassination. Anybody will tell you that in the army or any warfare. You can't even make money by yourself. You have to trust others with it. You can't make money in business by yourself. So why would you listen to that lie of the enemy? If you're isolating yourself, there are hidden frogs in the mud. God wants his people to be more transparent and expose self. I didn't say you have to be totally transparent with everybody. But you cannot isolate yourself from the body. Because even something that happened in the past when you were hurt, the enemy will use that to stifle the gift. I'm going to go deeper with this because I got a lot to say. First um, Corinthians 14, he's got to build a body. Another verse, verse 12, same chapter. Verse 12, let's read it together. One, two, ready, read. Look at the word. Try to excel in gifts that do what? Because there are people who want to migrate the gifts that build them up. But not gifts that build up the church. Gifts that build up the individual. And there are gifts that can build you up. But your whole aim is to build up the church. Never self. God will take care of you if you'll take care of him. Period. But they get the gift then they forget the giver of the gift. So try to excel, try to excel, try to elevate in gifts that build up the church, not the individual. Look at verse 26 of the same chapter. I love it. One, two, ready, read. Okay, so when we all come together, you got this, you got that, you got this. You, you can prophesy. You got a word of interpretation. But listen, how do you function with it all? Does it build up the church? Or does it magnify you? Is it going to help everybody here? And here's the difference between wisdom and craftiness. They look alike. They look alike in the spirit. Darnell, I'm not coming at you, but it's called Darnell. That's what the, the tear is called. I'm not coming at you. Darnell, that's what it's called. 
but I'll just say wheat and tear. The wheat and tares. Wheat and tares. The wheat looks like tear. tear the darnell looks like wheat, but one of them is not. The tear does not give you nourishment. Only the wheat does. But they look alike. And wisdom and craftiness look the same. But one of them is nourishing. The other one has no nutritional value. And many people are fed on crafty. Crafty. But crafty will always gratify the user. Wisdom is thinking about how everybody can be blessed. Now I want you to see now. I'm showing you. Which one do you function in? This is to the body around the world. Which one are you functioning in? Is it wisdom or craftiness? You can work your way from the bottom to the top in the church by desecrating what's there. That's Trumpism. What he does is the, the, the president will say everything is a disaster. Except when I come on the scene. I'm the cure. I know more than the generals. I, 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 that's what he does. It's a total disaster. Everything is a disaster. And you'll be careful. People in the body do the same thing. They're stupid. They don't know what they're doing. But I know. I can do it. Wisdom said, how can we bring everybody along? Y'all understand what I'm saying? How can you look at your child? You got one that's barely making it. One that's barely making it. The other one is running. And you say to the one that's barely making it, you're not worth anything. Or do you give them a little bit more attention? They're trying hard. You see them, but they don't catch it. They don't catch it. They got to study three and four more hours to make the same grade. What do you kick them to the curve? Or you let all of the other kids pick at them? Or do you wisdom say, let me see what I can do to help. Maybe you need a tutor. Craft to say, I'm done with all of them. Only the elite. Only the best of the best. That's not body thought. That's more crafty and, and individual thought. That's not body life. Amen. Amen. I need to, I'm, I'm feeling my teacher coming on, so I need to back up off of this because the hour is late. But I want y'all to know I'm coming back at 11. Because this is on me. God wants it to awaken in you. Start thinking about the group and not individual. Think about the group. I met a man while in Texas who told me that he was a twin. But his twin, something happened to the umbilical cord. And he didn't get the nourishment. So he was born, say, at regular weight. And his little brother was born maybe at two pounds. And eventually he passed away. And even now, though he's in his 40s, he thinks about, the, the, the mother talks about how small the little baby was. She loved them both the same. 
That's what God wants us. In every great house, there are vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of stubble and of earth. That's the ones who struggle just to make it. The gift is to make sure everybody in the house is blessed. And not just the ones who shine on stage. It's to strengthen even the toe of the body and the little finger of the body. And the tricep of the body and the back of the body that you need but you don't necessarily see. That's what God is about. About the whole frame being fitly joined together and compacted by what every joint supplies to make sure there's full growth in all areas of the body that we might emerge as a perfect man fully developed wanting nothing that's what it's about In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at thewordoftruth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2502. That's reference number 2502. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. King David said this. He said, I was young and now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. 
God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above your ability, but will with every test also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God loves you, and so do I. I want you to be encouraged. Lift up your head and let the King of Glory come in. Who is this King? He's our Lord, our Savior. He's mighty and strong, and He's mighty to fight in every battle that you're facing. Until next time, God bless you and keep you is my prayer.